So this is a little bit of a heavier episode that we have for you today. If you have kids in your car or, you know, listening wherever you are, we encourage you to maybe pause this one, listen to a different episode and come back to this one um, when you can listen to it by yourself. Because, yeah, there's just some more mature topics that we talk about that it would be better for you to listen to it alone. (laughs) Okay. So about five years ago, uh, we were at the airport. Mm-hmm. I remember we were traveling with our, um, was it two kids at the time? I, I, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, so it was a little while ago. We're traveling with our two kids. One of them was adopted. And I remember going up to the counter and we were in a little bit of a rush. <laughs> we didn't get there as early as we would have <laughs> liked. And uh, they were asking for our birth certificate for our child. That particular child was adopted and we did not have a birth certificate uh, we were waiting for it to come. All we had was the adoption paperwork, mm. um, right, that yeah. said that the child was ours. But we did not have a birth certificate. And I remember being to this counter, and they were giving us a lot of trouble for this and just saying, well, I'm not sure if you can fly without that. And I'm like, well, what are we supposed to do? Like, right. we don't have it because it was never given to us because he's adopted. And so I was getting really frustrated because it felt like some sort of red tape and some sort of like just – policy that is slowing us down and we might miss our flight now because of this and uh i just remember being really really frustrated and we ended up finding finally kind of working through that but yeah but anyway but i remember that that conversation and how confused i was like why are they making this so difficult for us yeah and anyway and so fast forward a few months after that uh we were at a conference um, and there was a woman sharing about human trafficking, and mm-hmm. I don't think either of us knew anything about it. No, at that point, it was one of those little. things that I felt like I had heard something, but I was like, "That's not true," yeah. or you know, just it was a it phrase was... I'd maybe heard a little bit, but just right. didn't know anything about it. Yeah. So anyway, so the woman's sharing about her experience, kind of with uh, it, because she became heavily involved in the whole thing, and. And she was kind of explaining her moment where, I don't know, just a significant moment in her journey because she went to on a tour of this really intense part of the world where it was super common. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and anyway, and I remember you and I were standing in the back of the room. Yeah. Well, we were we were going to leave. You're like, let's just go grab lunch really fast. Let's leave before the crowd leaves. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Because it was a con- it was a, you know, it was a conference. It was yeah. a conference. And it was like, we don't want to not be able to get food and whatever. But we started hearing her talk, and we're like, let's just stay for a second. So we stood in the back. Yeah, so we're we're kind of disconnected, you know, like right. one foot in, one foot out, like, I'm really hungry, I want to go, you know? Yeah. And so, and we're holding our baby at that point, right? But <laughs> um, but anyway, and so as she's speaking, she goes on to kind of explain um, her moment in this story and what was happening. And so she was walking through this one part of town, and, and she's seeing little girls who are you know, turning tricks on the corner. She's seen like just all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. that's just horrific enough. But there's one point where she talked about, she looked up at this building and saw whatever, a few stories up. She saw this little five-year-old girl in a cage and she asked the guy who was kind of leading her, he's like, why? <laughs> Man, it's still like, I get teary-eyed just I know, talking I about can't, this. I can't do it either. But she asked, why is that little girl in a cage? And he said, because she's not broken yet. And <laughs> in all these years later, that still gets me. Me too. And uh, anyway, and from that moment, it was just God deposited something in our heart. And, you know, like that was a song that Brooke Frazier sings, where she says, uh, Lord, break my heart for what breaks yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it's not what I was planning on doing on the podcast today. He's crying, but um, but it was one of those things for us where, yeah, God was breaking our hearts for what broke His. Yeah, it's definitely something that we can't forget. And I remember that night, you know, we went back to this conference and there was worship and it was dynamic and amazing and wonderful and very like victorious, like yeah. singing, you know, victorious, like we're, we're, we can overcome in, in Jesus, you know, type of song. And I just remember I sat down and bawled my eyes out like I've only done a few times in my life because I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my brain around why that was going on in the earth and why we're sitting here in America. In just, our bubble. In our bubble, just worshiping the Lord with how victorious we are because we have some first world problems, you know? And not that's not to diminish anyone's problems or even my own. I think the idea was just I didn't realize that it was that bad and that dire for yeah. other people. Yeah. You know, it was that realization for me of like, this this is nothing. <laughs> there are some other crazy problems going on, and I'm so focused on myself that I haven't known any of this other stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was kind of the moment where, for me, everything started to click a little bit, where it's like, okay, that is why the airline was so restrictive in yeah. fighting. It's like it, I started realizing, okay, so this is what's going on. And now I'm like excited <laughs> the airline right. was putting those things in place. And so anyway... All that to say, like kind of pulling this back to, you know, the title of this podcast and what we really want to talk about today and just this idea of the problem with the sound of freedom in all of this. And just so we're clear, I know that title might lead you in a direction with all this, but uh, but the point is like we went and saw the movie the other day and yeah. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. When we say love... It, this is not a topic we wanted to watch. Yeah. Let's just be real no, clear we, about we that. We didn't want to go see it because we no. knew. We were like, that. we're using our date night to go see this movie. And it's that's not tear something that's and... like, yeah, that's like real fun. But but I mean love in the way was, of. It was really important, I think. It's important, an important but message. also good art that's well done. Yeah. And um, really well acted. It wasn't cheesy. Yeah, and that's, you know, been something that's plagued the Christian entertainment industry for decades. Yeah. Uh, and so I get so excited when I see um, things just being done at a much higher level of excellence where it's like, all right, this is really good and mm -hmm. really solid. Yeah. So, yeah, we both walked out of that movie, I think, just being like, all right, this was really well done. But so much more importantly, it's a good piece of art. And a good art inspires us to act. That's right. what art is supposed to do. Yeah. It's not... You know, we've gone to the theater so many times. We watch a movie on Friday night with the kids or something. And so many people go to be entertained and to mm -hmm. forget their first world problems. And this is the yeah. opposite. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to shrink down my first world problems and uh, have a spotlight, um, you know, shine on something that is much bigger and mm -hmm. much more significant. And, and anyway, so like I left that feeling like uh, – just more compelled than ever to earn all that I can. You know, if you checked out our book, you know the, the framework of our book is earn all you can, save all you can so that you can give all you can. And 
uh, I don't know. I just left with a newfound passion and desire and drive to do that. And the reason is, is because I know, and this is what seed time is all about. This is the whole reason we exist. But I know that we can use our earning potential to help solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that little girl in that cage crying out to God, asking for help. Like we are the hands and feet. Mm-hmm. We are the ones that can do that. And when we understand that the money that we have available to us um, or our earning potential, our God-given gifts that we can take and that we can multiply and use for his glory and then in return be compensated for that, that we can then take that and impact the world through that and solve some of these problems and be the answer to some of these people's prayer, um, mm-hmm. that just gets me fired up. Yeah. It just motivates me so much. And and this, I you know, this is what I mean by the problem with this whole movie is, uh, you know, uh, it's easy to be tempted to walk out of the theater and just be like, well, I just don't have much. I only have $100. And I'm, not, I'm just not satisfied with that anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think it also is tricky because it can make someone think, you know, that it's if you haven't, if you don't know anything about the movie, it's the story of Tim Ballard, and he runs what is his organization called? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you don't know that? No. That he Some does that anti-trafficking he, organization. Yes, he, he runs an anti-trafficking organization. We'll find it. And so it's his story about how he got into this, basically. Yeah. And so um, it's easy to watch this movie and think, man, I'm glad somebody's doing something about it and back off. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's easy to think that's someone else's problem. And I think that's why, you know, we want to for sure encourage you to go see the movie, watch it and get inspired by it. Support it. Support it. Support what they're doing and also help spread the word because this is a real problem in our world that needs attention. But also to activate us to do something about it, you know, because someone has to do something. And if one person is doing something, okay, that's fine. But one can chase a thousand, two can uh, set 10,000 to flight. So how many of us can band together and start saving these kids that are just being used for things they should not be used for. Yeah. Honestly, just robbed of their childhood and their their life just really being destroyed in a way that it it without God, it's irreparable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so the reason we're talking about this and, you know, talking about using our earning potential to do this and um, in trying, like, yeah, all of this comes down to <laughs> everything that we've been preaching for the last 15 years um, and the reason behind everything, the reason that we have courses, the reason that we have our book, all of it ties up and rolls into this one thing. Mm -hmm. Like we want to help you thrive financially. We want to help you master your money. You know, yes, I want you to um, be able to go on vacations with your family. I want you to be able to take care of your kids well. I want you, I I want you to get the car of your dreams, whatever, all (laughs) the stuff. Like I want you to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But so much more, I want, uh, I want you to understand how you can use that money that's coming in from your paycheck or from your business or whatever. Um, for something that is really big and really significant. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, and, and for me, again, like I, my desire with this episode really is that you'd get stirred up and just see it less as, yeah, I'm just going to work today and more as, man, I need to work to get a promotion. I need to work to grow my business, right. not just so that whatever, I can buy 10 more Gucci bags or buy my second yacht, but so that I can help be the answer to some of these problems. Yeah. And when you see it that way, like, I, I just believe that that is the way that God has um, intended us to see money mm-hmm. and see work and to see what he's entrusted to us in terms of our, our giftings and our abilities. Um, he did not put things in us just to leave them sit dormant. Like, Parable of the Talents in Matthew 25, like, makes this so clear <laughs> Like he didn't give us these gifts to yeah. just bury them and do nothing with them. He put them put them in us for a purpose. Yeah, and I mean, the point of us telling you all this is not necessarily to get you to do what we want you to do, <laughs> but we do really believe that God has put something in everyone that will break your heart the way it breaks his heart. And yeah. I think this is a big one. I think there's a lot of people on board with that. Yeah, this isn't just about trafficking. I think that's yeah. an important point to make. Yeah, we're we're not trying to force you to give to an organization that we think is a good one. Please do not read yeah. that into this. Yeah. But what we are trying to help you see is that what you do matters, and it matters for people who you might not ever get to see their faces or know their names, yeah. <laughs> and they might not ever know yours, but what you do matters on the earth. Yeah. And so please take that and realize that idea of, you know, you know, if if I can look back, we've talked about this a bunch of times. Like this has always been an issue for me. I didn't know about the trafficking till recently, but like the mistreatment of children has been something that has broken my heart for years and years and years. And I mean, we've talked about it to the point where it's like every story that I come up against, I mean, if I retell it, I will just bawl my eyes out. I won't be able to get it all out because it's clearly something that God has put in me that he's like, I need you to do something about this. I think everybody has something like that yeah. where it's like you can put these puzzle pieces together and realize there's something here and keep moving forward with that. Like you might not have a solution right now, but definitely start trying to find a way to help whatever this problem is. And don't yeah. don't just sit there and think, well, if I just, you know, kind of ignore it, then it'll go away. Or if I don't have any money to put towards it, then it'll go away. That's absolutely not true. Like God is calling you to do something. Yeah. And I, I think that's so important. But how much purpose and fulfillment we can find when we go after the thing that God has actually put in us to do on the earth, you know? Yeah. And of course, it's just one thing out of many. Like, don't get me wrong. This isn't like, I I don't think that we all only have one purpose on the earth. But for sure, when there are things like this that just affect us to the point where we can't, can barely even talk about it. That's him saying, can you please help me with this? I I would love for you to do something about it. And there's another piece here that's worth bringing up because... We can become numb to these things, uh, and I think especially when we're dealing with a lot of our own problems, mm-hmm. it becomes easier. You know, we've had seasons where we just had so much of our own stuff we were dealing with yeah. that it just becomes harder. And so, and I know that's a very real situation. Um, like it just it just makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you hurt part of your body. It's like everything else just kind of right. yeah it becomes less of a thing, but. 
But anyway, that's part of, uh, yeah, I guess the action item that I want you to take from this today is to spend some time praying and asking God, uh, are those something, some of those things that he's put in you as fuel to kind of motivate you forward on your financial goal or journey? Because again, this could look like so many different things. Maybe this is, all right, I haven't budgeted because I felt like I haven't had to. But now I realize if I actually do and get this stuff in order, that could free up $500 a month. That could be yeah. going towards this thing over here. Mm-hmm. Or I haven't really cared that much about getting out of debt because it's like, it doesn't really matter. The government's going to pay it off, whatever. Like, I'm waiting around for that. Um, but there is an opportunity for you to um, start moving forward down that path, invite God into that equation, do some of the miraculous stuff that we and so many people in the Sea Time community have seen when we step in towards that and then be able to be used on a so much higher of a level. Mm-hmm. So all this stuff works together, and yeah. I think that's what's so powerful. And that's why all this financial stuff, to me, is deeply spiritual. Yeah, you know, It feels just like this is surface level. Why does it really matter? But it's like this is significant. Mm-hmm. This is so big, so big. Well, and I we had a friend too, like just another example of this. We had a friend who was a lawyer, very, I mean, top tier lawyer, and Harvard and Yale law school, right, whatever you know, yeah, all this stuff. And the corner office in Washington D.C. I mean, yeah. this this woman was she she had it going on, and she she said that her and her husband felt very called to give, so they were like, yes, let's just give fifty percent of our income. Like they were just giving a ton of money away. Um, and they felt very blessed that they were able to do that. And even like, uh, maybe there was a little bit of this is a status symbol for us. And maybe it was just privately between them. I'm not really sure. But um, they they felt like we're doing great. We're giving away 50% of our income. And she felt the Lord asked her to take a job that was going to uh, cut down what she was making a lot. And it was... She said, but Lord, if we do that, then we can't give like this. And he said, well, do you want to give me 50% of your income or do you want to give me your life? And I, I remember yeah. her telling me this story and I was like, oh my gosh, like that is so interesting to where she thought I've reached this awesome goal of being able to give away half of what we earn. And the Lord was saying, that's actually not what I have for you. That was great for them, but I've got something new for you and I need you to do this. So are you going to give me your money or are you going to give me your life? And she... Yeah chose to give him her life. And um, yeah, that that really impacted me in that yeah. it's not necessarily about our money always, Yeah, you know? So yeah, we even see Tim Ballard has basically laid down his career in order to fight this cause. And I mean, you can, you can view that in the same way of he's laying down this so that he can give God his life. Yeah. So that is also the other part of this equation and something that, you know, we are... We're, we're working to help solve, I think for us, is that money does not have to be a thing where you're worried about it all the time. And that is if you have a lot or if you don't have a lot, right? Yeah. Yep. And so if you are doing this thing where you're like, I'm going to give my life towards helping this cause, it's still not something that you have to be worried about because God is faithful and he's our provider. But also if you have extra Let's get really serious about it. Let's be really purposeful and intentional with what we have so that we can give towards these things. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So today, that's kind of your homework. I want you to spend some time praying with God, talking to the Lord, and um, just asking him to stir things up. If there's things that have grown numb, Mm -hmm. if you've been so beat down financially and you feel like, 
I have just been drowning Bob for the last 10 years and I don't, I can't even think about like making a significant impact. Mm -hmm. Let me just remind you how big our God is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will tell you from our experience uh, and honestly being in the unique position to, you know, be able to talk to some of our thousands of students who have watched God do the miraculous and who have had a situation where it's been 20 years like this, 30 years like this. And when you're in that and it's been so long, you start to, your, your walls cave in and you feel like there's nothing else is possible. And your box of what God is capable of doing becomes really, really small. And, uh, and you have to break out of that. Mm-hmm. You have to break out of that. And this is where getting in the word, finding out what the Bible says about all this stuff um, and spending time in prayer can really help uh, expand your vision. You know, mm. go to Ephesians 3.20. And just meditate on that, that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all you can ask, think, or imagine mm-hmm. is what the um, Amplified Version says. And so it's like you can't even imagine what he is able to do. So let me just encourage you with that uh, as you pray, if you are feeling beat down. Because, um, yeah, I, I remember having protracted seasons and battles financially where we had desires and dreams in our heart to be able to add more and more zeros to the checks that we were writing to organizations. And yet it felt like we had nothing and I was in a dead end career path and had no hope and, um, of like ever moving forward to be in a place to be able to do anything. But God is able, Mm -hmm. do not, do not make any excuse. (laughs) Do not believe any lie from the enemy that he is not able and that you are, um, passed by in that, uh, that he can't do anything with you. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So anyway, um, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, um, we'll call it the Bob crying episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, feel free to share it with somebody. Um, tag us on Instagram, like take a screenshot, put it up on Instagram and your story so that we can say hi. Um, and yeah, and share it with somebody who you think might be benefited by it. But, um, I don't know anything else you want to add before we wrap up. No, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, a little bit of a heavier episode, but (laughs) hopefully this stirs you up a little bit. Um, And yeah, and hopefully this gives you a little bit more clarity behind the vision of what we're all about Mm -hmm. with Seed Time and why we're doing what we're doing. And if you're listening, I'm just assuming that you're probably locked in arm in arm with us and, you know, we're all on the same team, Mm -hmm. excited, cheering each other on to kind of move forward with God and all this. Yeah. Anyway, have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up. 